0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film, as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mister Shaw, and me. And Shaw, how is it going? I'm going good, Connor,
1: but I feel something worrying might have happened.
2: Oh no! What? What? So,
1: do tell. Now, I I think for for a brief moment today, I thought, God, maybe I like DC more than Marvel, and oh. I tried to narrow down that thought of like what yeah, could have, you have stemmed to a, from that. A
2: therapist or
1: several. They all refuse to see me. But <laughs> Too soon, they said. <laughs> I realised it's because a lot of time Marvel will drop news on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, our time. And this show goes out on a Monday. Whereas DC, they saw fit to release a whole bunch of major news and trailers. They did it on a crisp Saturday evening, Connor.
2: Now, I don't want to take credit. And you know I'm not like that, shot. No, But never. I... D- I put a word in first, and I said, lads, you're kind of putting us off here. It's a Monday, you know, I explained the whole thing. And Matt Reeves, he said, don't worry, Con, I have your back. And... Um, I- Let me
1: have a word with Dwayne. We'll get all of this hashed (laughs) Let me have
2: a word with Dwayne. Dwayne and Matt Reeves are the two. Nobody else
1: in DC matters. They're the effective heads of DC. And Ezra was like hanging in on the conversation.
2: Oh, you don't want Ezra in the conversation. um, So yes, DC fandom happened this weekend. And that means we are inundated with trailers I mean to say a phrase I've only ever used probably this one time. Out the Wazoo, Sean. We've out got trailers the out wazoo.
1: the Wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> My God, it's serious indeed.
2: I'm, I'm trying to get that phrase going. Is it going to work? It it might
1: catch on. I'm going to okay. Let me think of a phrase. Uh, we're we're bedivilled with trailers. Well done,
2: very good, Thanks. yes, but it basically means we've got a fuck ton of trailers <laughs> and we don't have a lot of time, Sean, um, and so there is one or two we won't get to this week and think we don't get to, we will of course try to cover and maybe give our thoughts next week, but we'll try and hit the big tree. so we're not going to do the Batman, nobody wants to hear about that, it's not very good, it's a shit trailer, no, we'll you, push pro- that you back, said to too. me, you said specifically we'll wait till November to do that one.
1: Uh, Yeah, I I thought, like, let the hype die down. Well, fucking, quote-unquote, hype. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait till Eternals comes out, you
2: got her, and then we'll cover it.
1: (laughs) Batman shows up in the post-credits or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we will be, of course, talking the Batman trend, and probably for a long period of time, near the end of the show, that is our main story. But that is not to say that our starting story, Sean, is any less... I would say DC nerd nerderific.
1: I'm I'm trying all these you phrases. Stop with the phrases, man. We'll have phrases out the wazoo. <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> It's bestarting. Um so we're starting with the flash teaser trailer, Sean. Um yes. it just it dropped and I mean it gave us kind of our first idea of it doesn't give us any hint of the villain of the story, but it does give us an idea of where we're where they're going within the plot and where they're they're hoping to go. And it's very flashpoint heavy, is what I will say.
1: Yeah, like there there's no mystery or anything to it. Like he is going to other universes in this. They flat out say he can do that. And time yeah, Ma-
2: Michael Keaton opens it by saying. You could go anywhere <laughs> at any time, um, and then you. It starts with him going to see his mother, which is a classic uh, flash trope—not trope, but it's a classic no, flash um, storyline story Yeah. What's
1: what? So what? What's the deal? His his mother just died when he was a kid, and it's the one thing he never goes back to change.
2: Yeah, so there's the the great story is um, they actually kind of covered it in the CW show as well. If if I remember, like season one or season two, where like the idea is that what causes flashpoint is that he goes back and he saves his mother when she passes away, right. and this has a knock on effect to just fuck up everybody's lives. Um, but the the point is that the, the great her- hero heroic moment is that he goes i have to let my mother die to let all of this other stuff happen
1: yeah which which is a big heroic sacrifice so i assume they will he will make that sacrifice at in at the end of this movie
2: um yeah i I think that will be one of the main things also did you notice that there's also a different Ezra miller so there's two Ezra millers
1: I'm wondering: Are they being very on the nose? And that one is from the Snyder Universe, and one is from like the mainline DC, like the the the, the theatrical cut of Justice League.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> you and could have com- a thing
1: like combining the universes that way. I was gonna say.
2: And I mean, you could do a thing of bring Greg Gustin in for a little bit. I mean, I know Ezra Miller was on the show.
1: Yeah, um, I think it'd be weird not to do grant gustin like
2: i don't know why grant gustin wasn't just the flash when they when they cast i mean we've been over this whole thing yeah. of like Stephen and Stephen amele and grant gustin were sitting there and they were like nah <laughs> we're nah, gonna cast
1: our own you're not in this movie um <laughs> but this looks really nice like it's dark but it's not like man of steel or batman v superman dark you know, like, it's stylized, kind of.
2: Yeah, and also, did you notice, that, of course, he goes to Wayne Manor, um, and the big reveal at the end is that you have the Batmobile, and he has, like, the cloth over it, and they pull it off, yeah. and that's when it cuts to black, and you're like, no, shows!
1: That's really good as well, because it shows that, like, no, the Batmobile is in storage. Like, it's, yes. it's like, he, it's not in and out every night, unless he makes Alfred fucking pull the cloth over it every time. But, Wait, he's not
2: still active.
1: Are, are we assuming this is a still active Batman? See, the, the, the camera does pan down and you see the Keaton ears and cowl, right? Yes. But I feel that's like a a, a stand for the armour, basically. I
2: mean, I, I, I think Michael Keaton, I'm sure he's in great shape. But yeah. I, do, I do like the idea that he's just grumpy old Bruce Wayne who can't do it anymore. I think that's also quite interesting.
1: And all of his friends are dead. And, and all- <laughs> none of his adopted children some- will talk to him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just generally sad Bruce Wayne. Sad Bruce now, Wayne. Think-
1: best Bruce Wayne.
2: <laughs> Which is the best Bruce Wayne. Well, sometimes I like, I like Bruce Wayne who's also heroic. But I mean, if you're going to do grumpy old man Bruce Wayne, he's got to be sad. Grumpy old man Bruce Wayne who yeah, hates he everyone.
1: Can- he can't be grumpy with a family that loves him. You know. Like-
2: no, that just doesn't suit him. I-, I think I'd be freaked out
1: speaking of suits actually
2: oh the cool suit shot (laughs) cool this is a flash suit i like
1: i never thought i'd see the day
2: oh it's all those lines i was looking at go that looks like um a video game like a special suit that you unlock later on in the game (laughs)
1: literally and it like it it channels the speed force better or some shit
2: yeah, you just make up some bullshit reason why he needs it. I'll be, I'm all in. I mean, look, here's the take: this movie has had a lot of problems behind the scenes with regards to directors, writers, getting people in. Ezra Miller's had his own problems offset that we're not yeah. going to get into. Um, we won't legally. touch on those,
1: but he's had a go at writing th- as well.
2: It's, he has as well. Um, we gave Ezra a go. <laughs> we gave Ezra slight minor go, um, but I think this. Does it have a chance of being good? And also, is this being used... I mean, as if you're going to do a flashpoint, it should be as a reset. That they're just I going think, to get rid of everyone.
1: Yeah, I think it's a soft reset reboot. And, like, it's kind of the only chance they have at <laughs> patching <laughs> That's the... That's U- never going to work. <laughs> I know, I know. It, at patching the DC Universe back up after all of the fucking, like... The shit show, I will call it, that went on Mm. from about, I would say, from from the ending of Man of Steel up until the beginning of The Flash. All of that needs to be looked at and put in line.
2: Yeah, I I think that this could be used to bring all of these things together. And also, I I just hope it's good because The Flash is a character people love. And it's a character that's really likeable. If you make him likeable, maybe don't cast Esher Miller, but make him likeable! <laughs> okay? Well, like,
1: there's little things I like. Like, he's... The, is, I, I This trailer I like more than the entirety of the Flash I've seen up to this point.
2: Yes. Granted,
1: the Flash doesn't have a lot of play in this trailer. but
2: It's <laughs> the least Flash we've seen.
1: It's the least Flash we've seen, and thus it's my favourite Flash. But I think the idea of hey let's have a Flash movie put him in another world for a while then he comes back and his original world is slightly different but he's fine with it I think that's the best way of just making the DC universe bring it up a level say
2: and I like the idea that like um th- did you see the flash suit that's like the batman suit but they're they's like spray painted over it? Yeah. So and I it's mean like
1: hockey pads or something.
2: So I mean I let Batman give him a suit I and mean, be like use this. This is yeah. I've designed this suit to be able to better withstand the speed force or whatever. Do
1: you, do you think that that like homemade version of the flash suit that say Barry Allen Flash like the regular flash that we have in the DC universe went back in time and taught himself how to be the Flash.
2: Oh, um, I suppose, yeah. Maybe? You could do that. Like, you could do anything. Like See, there's time travel involved. So That's you a, could I literally also, do...
1: Go sorry. No, I was going to say, this movie is probably going to have a lot of unfair things leveled against it because this will come out after Spider-Man No Way Home.
2: Yeah, the the more I talk about Flashpoint and this being a reset and them bringing in all these universes as a way to fix this, I mean it's without question there's gonna be parallels drawn that it does it's just it's just um the time that it's coming out. Like if it had come yeah. out last year I think it was originally meant to come out this year. But um if it was to come out this year, I think it would have gotten in ahead of the curve. A bit like, Oh that's unique. That's a yeah. cool idea. But I think people will see Spider-Man and think, oh, here we go, they're copying them again. That's, go- it's going to be that,
1: and they're going to have a frame of reference in their minds already for how the rules work. And so if this movie does it slightly differently, then people are go- could complain about that unfairly.
2: Are you saying people will complain about a movie?
1: I mean, a DC movie? Not a hope. A Marvel <laughs> no, movie?
2: <laughs> and and also you have Avengers as well so like you've got like doubled up time travel in the last three years and they might yeah. have different rules within each other and then you bring out this people are like well that's not the same rules as those rules and you have to just go along with it I mean I hope it's good From I would seen, like this to be good yeah I would we would like it to be good but I don't want to get my hopes up because I'm, I'm still not a big fan of Ezra's quips to be honest um, it just leaves a sour taste um,
1: yeah wouldn't it be cool if he turned into a bit more of a serious flash like
2: i don't even need flash to be serious overall i just need him to be funny <laughs> there's what? differences
1: oh, sorry what's not funny about brunch connor
2: <laughs> no i have no problem with flash being funny it's just he has to be funny I think I think we're the problem I have loads was, of friends that are funny. <laughs> I've loads of people that I know that are funny, Sean. But I think he should be funny. I think that's a good step one to try to bring comedic value to a movie rather than talking about brunch.
1: That's fair. Um Look, I suppose we'll see. Ezra Miller did a little talkie piece at the start of it and he was like we're still making this movie. But we wanted something to show you, so we cut this together. So, I guess they got, as we've seen from the set photos, they got Michael Keaton in early, and presumably did a bunch of his stuff.
2: Yeah, for the uh, pr- for the press, of course, for
1: the press. And now they're gonna do all the all the middling bits of the film.
2: Well, I know when the the first the Batman trailer came out, mm-hmm. the first the uh, Batman trailer, it's just gonna get tiresome. Um, but when that first trailer came out, I think they'd only done twenty five percent. Of the movie yeah. at that point, just in terms of filming, so like it's just thrown together. What have we got? Let's film some cool scenes, and then we'll we'll just cut and splice them together to we'll make it look kind of
1: interesting. And that was a very good trailer,
2: very good trailer. Probably never going to be topped. Not never uh, going to be
1: topped.
2: Moving, all lads is coming oh lads.
1: <laughs> oh, we'll get there, boys.
2: <laughs> so moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and this is this is pretty big talk. Because we've got news finally from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three shot. Yes. Um, and that. God, is, this news. <laughs> the the fact is, this got completely overshadowed. This probably would have been one of the biggest stories we'd covered in the week in another yeah. week. Um, but of course we had all this new footage that came out. But that is that. Will Poulter... Eyebrows man, as I like to call him, um, yeah. will be playing Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now, this is a few years after Volume Two, where I think it was the after credit scene, um, where yeah. he had his someone says, pot. and someone says they call him Adam, um, and so this is our first introduction of Adam Warlock being played by Will Poulter. I don't know a lot about Adam Warlock. I sh- I must admit yeah um, i so know I like you know-
1: <laughs> a decent amount but not oh i need to do I, i've tried so many times to do a hero or zero on adam warlock but yeah. it's making it like digestible in 20 minutes is fucking impossible
2: i um, think any of the guardians is just like so much ground to cover in any of that i have the same thing with um raven or like, yeah, well, I, I want to do Raven because I love the Teen Titans, but if I start on Raven, then we got to go into Demons. And we got to go deep <laughs> into Demons. That's, a,
1: that's a, a less explored area of our Hero or <laughs> Um, But Adam Warlock, the, the reason... Okay, before we get on to the Will Poulter thing, just about Adam Warlock, he is... Like, he is very closely tied to the Infinity Stones... Um, he he first appeared I believe he first appeared in the Infinity Saga in Marvel Comics um, and he became the guardian of the Soul Stone and he or he was the Soul Stone Um, anyway basically it's weird that he's showing up now because he's so heavily tied to those Infinity Stones, that's his whole deal is that he looks after them he fought Thanos to get control of them. He's a good guy, mostly. He does have a bad side, which is an entirely separate person. But that, again, is a whole thing. Imagine <laughs> trying to sift through the Wikipedia page.
2: <laughs> but then again, as you said, if his whole thing is about the stones, like, what's he coming in to do? Is he just going to turn up and go, oh, lads, I am fucking embarrassed. I'll be honest with you. I probably should have come earlier. I feel like I'm after missing out and everything that's been going on. Um, so, t- t- anyone got handy stones? <laughs> any stones? Any <Yeah>. stones at all? <laughs>
1: uh, oh, boys! It's I, like the thing about him is he's he's also like portrayed as generally like Doctor Strangey kind of age, like maybe okay. forty kind of, like a grown man who has experience and he has this kind of uh, he don't, like, regal is not the word I want, like a noble kind of um, persona to him, like he carries himself very strongly, he's very calm and methodical and everything like that um, nothing against Will Poulter Ooh, I, no, we'll... no, not that it's just, you hate him I've not seen him in enough stuff I don't think. I don't know Have you his not range. he in
2: Bandersnatch? Was he in Bandersnatch? Yeah. Well, oh. Black Mirror Bandersnatch, yeah. Alright. Oh, I
1: was alright in that, but he wasn't, like, Adam Warlock in that, you know? <laughs> no. That's the issue. Um, in the, now, what I will say is that James Gunn cast him. And I trust James Gunn more than I don't know Will Poulter.
2: I mean,. The, way, the fa- What we know of James Good, he could easily bring in Adam Warlock as this super powerful dude who just has nothing to do and joins up with the Guardians because he has no fucking clue. Like, and Will Poulter would be able to play that character of, like, kind of comedic because he's so powerful, but he's a bit dim. I don't know. I mean, I think Will Poulter is also very talented. He could probably do serious. We just know him from stuff. Um, I, got, I introduced him as the as the eyebrows guy, but mostly, yeah. with Boulder, you look at him, and I, I always think of the movie he did with uh, Jennifer Aniston, um, and...
1: Meet the Millers? Or, what? or We're the Millers, yeah. or something
2: like that? Yeah, We're the Millers, I think it is. That's mostly the one I know him from, so... I mean, the Maze Runner as well, but he's kind of just a dick in that one, <laughs> so... I I don't really know which way you go character-wise. Like, is he coming in like... He's not going to have, like, the hero shot where he's, like, standing there looking all serious because I don't know if I can take Will Poulter doing that.
1: No, but, like, at the end of Endgame, do you know where they're fighting Thanos and they're like, oh, there's something entering the upper atmosphere? For a second, I thought that was going to be Adam Warlock. Right, okay. Instead of being Captain Marvel. Um, just randomly
2: and everyone's like who the fuck is that guy
1: <laughs> it was, uh, yeah it doesn't make sense um, <laughs> but it would have been fucking cool though um, but I'm trying to find the name of the because uh, it's the enclave in the comics who yeah I think it's, it's the sovereign in the MCU they made Adam Warlock and he's created to actually destroy the guardians like it's a right. revenge thing because she's Gone mental at the end, and she's making this perfect being to go and destroy the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because
2: Star Lord robbed him, and yeah, yeah, and then that's the whole opening sequence of Volume 2.
1: Yeah, and so it's gonna be, it could, that's his purpose then at the minute. It's nothing to do with anything. Now, in the comics, what happens is Warlock realises, oh, the group that made me made me to do evil things, and I don't want to do that and so he turned to good so I can totally see him f- kind of kind of winter soldiery like nearly brainwashed fighting the guardians and then he starts to come around and realizes no this is this this is not the way to do things um,
2: yeah I, I mean I mean that makes the most sense like he will be the kind of bad, big bad for the next one but then the sovereign will be ultimately they'll have to go back and destroy them
1: yeah and look it's more Marvel cosmic things and the more we do that the closer we get to galactus
2: do you think warlock would be added into the avengers afterwards or is he part of the guardians crew like he'll just be kind of all set with them
1: see i think he has a thing in the comics called infinity watch which basically tracks and monitors the stones and things like that so maybe he does that but for other universes uh, okay, like,
2: I mean I mean there's just a way to use him afterwards because they're not just bringing him in for a what it'd done. That's definitely not going to happen, so um, no.
1: And and maybe look getting the thing with like a younger actor as well. Um it's a good way to have him like have Adam Warlock actually like age up and then maybe become more of that traditional role.
2: Yeah. Um okay. So we're going to move on to our next piece of news shot and this is another piece of DC dub footage that has been released. And it includes everyone's largest charismatic friend. That is Dwayne The Rock Black Adam Johnson. He's a very charismatic man, it turns out. A very large and charismatic man. And he's going to be playing Black Adam, who is Shazam's big villain. But it's going to be an anti-hero kind of thing, we think. Because the first Black Adam footage was um, unleashed or revealed at DC Fandom and we had like I think it was a minute long trailer I think it was like maybe a minute ten
1: yeah Um, what what Dwayne told us was that uh, (laughs) what (laughs) Dwayne
2: told us what Big Daddy D told us what did he tell us
1: he's the movie's in post at the minute so it's getting Uh, all the effects and all the polish and all the bells and whistles put on it yeah Uh,
2: and we trust him we trust Big Daddy
1: D oh we trust Big Daddy D with our lives (laughs) uh the reason why, one time we smelled what The Rock was cooking, and yep. boy, it was good. Uh, now,
2: this is this is our first reveal of him as Black Adam, and we barely even see him, Sean, but my question is, what were your thoughts on this reveal? I mean,
1: this is way cooler than Shazam, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it's already way cooler. It's already <laughs> it's way long. better. Because
1: so the scene is basically a bunch of people come into the shrine kind of thing that we saw in Shazam and then they say the word Shazam and then Black Adam appears in a flash of light Mm. and then proceeds to like choke and turn a man to dust and then fly there's there's
2: there's a mercenary guy there and he like, he lands and he just has the hood up looking all badass and you don't even you barely see him, it's just like a silhouette and the mercenary guy just grabs gets grabbed around the throat and as you said like 10 seconds later there's just a skull rolling along the ground and then all the other mercenaries are like oh shit and then they start shooting um, as and in like we're about to die
1: The and before all of this um, we got a lot of the other characters who will be in this movie um, and they were all talking like in the lead up to it they were talking about Black Adam and Pierce Brosnan, um, he was like, oh, he, like, you know, four films playing James Bond over 10 years. Like, I've not seen anything like this, which it's a, it's a pretty high recommendation. Now, we don't now, see could the just man with a gun that. off screen, you know, forcing him to say that.
2: But he said he's seen that on Mamma Mia 2, though. So he actually said it was actually a better set um, a better Mamma set. Mia 2. <sighs> Well, yeah. it was, well it was um, Greece actually Yeah wasn't so, it So we're still, we're still looking for something that could defeat Mamma Mia number 2 he said uh, This is just slightly below Better than James Bond But slightly below um, Sean he also catches bullets um, This man is Superman uh, what's, no, What are your thoughts? That was
1: a, like an automatic rifle was fired at him And about I would say 12 bullets But he only
2: caught yeah. one I want to know what happened to the rest Other 11 into his head He's dead That's the last dead. thing in the movie Dead man Cut to black. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, this is cool. But then he's also... He realises there's 11 holes in his chest.
1: Or conversely, he catches the first one and the following 11 hit the back of the first one.
2: Oh, yeah, that's even cooler.
1: Paying off. That's, that's a cooler yeah. move. <laughs> cooler move for Black Adam.
2: He's he's using one bullet to block the other 11 in the same time. That is... That's a level of power. Um, the good thing is Rock was also asked just about, like, how, what's the power level of Black Adam? Because... He's basically Superman, but with no weaknesses, really, Uh, which is kind of a hindrance. But uh, he said Black Adam would defeat Superman in a fight. Of course he's going to say that. It's a promotional tool. But it does make sense. Black Adam would
1: magic. Yeah, he's he's magic, which Superman can't deal with.
2: So Superman is as strong, as fast, as whatever. But Superman is weak to magic. And Black Adam has all the same strengths, but is not weak to magic and is magic. So I think Superman might lose
1: be terrible if you were weak to magic but you were magic that would pretty that
2: would sound <laughs> oh pretty <bad>. shit <laughs> I'm, I'm so strong but also so weak i'm oh, mild. I'm,
1: allergic, I'm allergic to skin
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think this movie will i have one question about this yeah. trailer because it was very cool and it's very unique and it's got big dwayne in it and he's being this cool anti-hero that's a badass If this movie is cooler than Shazam, when Shazam 2 comes out, are we up for Black Adam or are we up for Shazam?
1: I think, see, you need, like, for that to work, you need Black Adam to actually do something very, very bad at either the end of Black Adam or the beginning of Shazam 2.
2: There's a picture of him high fiving Hitler at some point. Maybe. Maybe that's what happens.
1: Or maybe he, like,. (laughs) What if, here we go, what if he killed Superman?
2: Oh, shit, they're trying to get rid of Superman anyway. Yeah, so they get rid of Henry Cavill Superman.
1: Yeah, again.
2: (laughs) Again, okay, but in in universe, well, no, actually, they killed him in universe as well, but this time, they're not bringing him back, the ship is gone, there's no ships. So he's yeah. just back from the day and he, gets, he dies again um, no. Cause, and if you go by
1: if they incorporate Snyder Cut rules into this Lois Lane is pregnant mm. so then there would be uh, is, it, is it John Kent you could have a
2: Superboy on the way
1: Superboy on the way uh, now, and then you just wait 30 years in universe and then you have Superman back
2: Hang on, I can improve on that. Superman gets killed by Black Adam, right? Yeah. So it's, in, it's just in the newspapers. Black Adam kills Superman. Shazam's not happy about this. That's how it kicks it off, right? Right. But they're using Flashpoint to mush all the universes together. They've oh. got Michael B. Jordan playing Superman in the other universe. Suspiciously, kind of, we don't know, kind of.
1: Kind of, maybe. Michael you B. Definitely. Jordan,
2: if so facto become Superman I rest my case your honour good day
1: <laughs> I love it I like it I love it that like
2: it's loose but that has it's logic very loose. to it
1: that has logic to it and that's how you establish Black Adam as a bad guy
2: the problem is you'd have to show him killing Superman and you don't have Henry Cavill which is an issue
1: unless Cavill comes back and just does just for that one, one scene, just one day filming, and like, but you, would, you just need you to
2: lie there and just the rock stands over you and punches you until you die. He just
1: holds a pillow over him, like it's a magic <laughs> pillow. <laughs>
2: so uh, a, it's a kryptonite pillow.
1: <laughs> but but like, then you anger people by like not having. First of all, by Superman losing, they don't like that. they oh, don't like that at all. Also, like it has to be a big fight. You know?
2: Yeah, I think you got to have like a doomsday situation. Where like they just wreck the fucking place.
1: Yeah, like a show, a proper showdown.
2: And Metropolis is ruined again. Like they've just rebuilt it. And they this, just, they just got the last ceremony, skyscraper. The
1: last block in place. <laughs> and then they fly through. And everything is gone except for that block that your man told them. <laughs> they're and about you to just... cut
2: the ribbon. <laughs> and all the crowd are there looking. And the two of them just fly through the skyscraper. Aww.
1: If you were in that situation, would you cut the ribbon anywhere? Or would you wrap um, the ribbon back up? I,
2: I would wrap it back up real slowly. In front <laughs> of like the crowd. Going, <laughs> we were so close. We were one day from retirement. Well,
1: we know how to do it now, folks.
2: <laughs> we have the blueprints. Let's do it again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we had our first reveal of Black Adam. I think this is very cool looking. This... Obviously, it's a first, very, very first teaser trailer. We don't know anything past this. Um, and it could just be a cool idea. I want to see what it's like on a bigger scale. Because this is like a first introduction of the tone. But it's very easy to show Black Adam being cool. I want to know what the plot is. Why should we care about this very powerful yeah. character? That is That is cool, but is there anything to the plot that we should be intrigued by?
1: Yeah, and... Will Will Zachary Levi show up
2: I, mm, I don't know if he's going to show up In this one
1: I don't know when this is set either We don't know what's going on in the universe at this
2: time I, I, I'm assuming it'll start in Egypt And then work up to now Because yeah. Black, Black Adam started starts back then So it'll start like hundreds of years ago And then it'll probably move up to now
1: Okay And then Yeah and that's presumably when the likes of uh atom smasher and stuff like that show up
2: yeah i mean it would make no sense for atom smasher to turn up back then and then they can't use him anymore but dr oh, fate dr fate is timeless you could use dr fate whatever the fuck you want um that's an intre- dr fate could appear say at the start of the film and then just be a continuously popping up yeah hero.
1: that'll be interesting
2: If anyone wants to know more about Dr. Fate or Black Adam, we've actually done Hero Zeros on both of them, if you want to go back and listen to that. Um, They're they're
1: good episodes, I was there.
2: So so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news, and this comes from everyone's favourite country, Thomasy Holland. Um, for and fuck's sake Tomity <laughs> has been having a chat about Spider-Man No Way Home now this is nothing to do with the big reveals it's nothing to do with trailers nothing to do with any of that time stuff we're probably going to cover that at, in the next few weeks because the closer we get they're definitely going to reveal more shit Yeah, but he has done an interview and he was talking just in general and Tomity has a way of just kind of maybe revealing one or two takes And he said that he felt like he treated No Way Home as the end of a franchise, did Tom Holland. And so by those words, I've kind of taken that to mean he sees this as his last Spider-Man movie or maybe one before the end. But he basically said he treated this as like this was the end of the Spider-Man franchise that he was in. Maybe. I did read this and... He, it was
1: because it's the homecoming trilogy, is what they call it. Is right, homecoming, far from home, and no way home. All of like central themes, which I think it's kind of like you know Spider-Man discovering who he is, basically. Um, so maybe it on a, on taking the viewpoint that Tom Holland would remain in the EU. <laughs> um it taking the, that this, that he stays with the movies then it could just mean it's going to be a more confident Spider-Man. Maybe he's out of high school now. You know, maybe he's like college aged. because um, so. he said
2: we we were treating No Way Home as the end of the franchise. Um, I think if we were lucky enough to dive into these characters again, you'd be seeing a very different version of the characters, which is I mean, we kind of assume that anyway, with all the time travel they're going to be doing some resetting they could easily change personalities they could easily change who's playing these characters same characters played by different people in different universes
1: exactly and like you're right like contracts expire actors get tired of playing the same role over and over again uh, i like also with spider-man like the ownership of that character in terms of film is forever in question so it could just be a way of being like look if Disney and Sony don't agree on this at least this movie's done
2: and so then my question is if this is the end would you prefer that they went another Peter Parker or they went Miles Morales Miles Morales every day like it just makes more sense
1: yeah than seeing not, not, not against Peter Parker but like Especially, like, Peter Parker, we've we've seen that story so many times over the past 20 years.
2: And also pe- they've kind of fucking nailed it, the last yeah, three.
1: they've done it really, really well. And so, why not, like, have a new viewpoint and a new story?
2: It, and, like,
1: you have a character that was created in comics in another universe, who then went over to the main universe. And now you have that exact same situation set up in... No way home. And so, if you do want to swap out Spider-Man, do do the same thing that happened in the comics.
2: What if if they pull the rug and they just do Tom Maguire? He's back.
1: He's back. He's the main main Spider-Man now. He's the
2: main Spider-Man, yeah.
1: You know what? I'd like to see him play (laughs) off of Hemsworth and Brie Larson and... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> just him looking up at Hemsworth, <laughs> and, to, and brie larson's doing all those push-ups now she's ripped to shreds the two of them yeah. are looking at him going how are you on this team
1: how have you done this i get you have spider powers but come on lad uh
2: so, <laughs> or like you know, andrew garfield comes back for a few like they just they refuse to do miles morales we're just gonna go back to one of the first two
1: yeah the previous actors are just all gonna tag out every so often Oh just they're just
2: going to tag it out Keep fresh Same, same character movies.
1: Same storyline uh, Marissa yeah. Tomei is still Aunt May Throughout the whole thing Doesn't make sense Doesn't make any sense at all But It's how Disney want to do it
2: <laughs> Yeah I think um, Him even saying this They've definitely kind of already told them We want to put out this vibe This isn't so Like Tom Holland is under strict PR rules That he is not to reveal anything think that they don't want him to reveal Yeah So if it is a PR stud to be like, this is the last one, guys. You gotta go see it. This is that's, the last one. That's
1: a lot of um, it as well, because like that's all any headline is when you search Spider-Man at the minute.
2: Yeah, and I think that makes sense as well. I just wanted to bring it up just in terms of, it's an interesting idea of where they go from here. If it is, in fact, a lot. La- if it's not, Tom Holland can stay on. We all love Tom. Let him keep doing Phillips. He's great as Spider-Man. But eventually yeah, Tom's he a will of stop being sixteen. Which is an an issue. He'll eventually stop looking 18. Like he'll have to just like look 27 or 28 or whatever he is. And that's where the problems arise.
1: Do you Um, think the MCU could handle if Tom Holland went in to the Spider-Verse as like whatever age he is now, like 17, 18? And then he came out and time had passed differently in the multiverse and he was now just 25.
2: I mean they could kind of get away with it. It's it's a weird way of going about it, but yeah. I mean like it's it's weird that he's still 16, I think even now. Cuz I mean yeah. Tom Holland he does look like a man in his mid 20s and I mean that's still pretty young, but he's still playing 16-year-old Peter Parker.
1: Yeah, like as uh, yeah, like as a man in my mid 20s. Like if I were to play a sixteen year old that's weird. <laughs> you, did,
2: you didn't look sixteen at sixteen with your full beard.
1: No, I looked twelve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you grew up very quickly. You got to a certain point and then you just aged rapidly overnight.
1: And then just yeah, and then I just perfected yeah. what I am now.
2: Perfect I which mean is I a didn't mess. say it shot. perfected mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're moving on to I'm, I'm like have- a
1: drawer. I'm like a drawer yeah. full of random things.
2: Oh, well, but I know her. everyone is. You know Do you know what they all do?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, God, I know what that key's for, definitely.
2: <laughs> Give me 700 goals and 700 locks. <laughs> and <only laughs> i know <what> does. <laughs> um, So we're moving on to our next piece of news, and I have a bit of a... I, I mean, I don't want to say spoiler, because it is just a rumour, and it's about the turtles. Um what are It's no we're not allowed to do that Sean because you are the resident what are the Eternals guy on the show and you know that don't try and get right. out of it
1: um, they're, a Sean, team of the superheroes. they're a team of superheroes okay. in the Marvel Comics <laughs> universe
2: that's a bit vague what if I wanted to learn more
1: uh, you could listen to a couple of Hero Zero episodes I've done you could yeah. also just okay. fucking google it Connor <laughs> No. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm walking. <laughs> I retire. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, so I have a bit of a rumor about the Eternal. So what's interesting is that throughout all of, I mean, all of the promotion for the film, a lot of the promotional materials have actually, there's been one person suspiciously absent from a lot of them. And this has only kind of come up this week. So they've they've been doing all this promotion for the movie, of course, is coming out. Um, But somebody kind of pointed out, and of course, this is a heavy rumour. Like, we don't fucking know for sure. But the fact that Salma Hayek's Ajak has been suspiciously absent from a lot of the promotional materials in the lead-up to the film. Now, this could be nothing, but Ajak is also believed to be the leader of the Eternals. So, I mean, it would make more sense to have her front and center within it. But instead, they've kind of concentrated on, um. of course, you've got Angelina Jolie as Tina. Um, you've got Richard Madden as Icarus. So, they're kind of front and center nowadays. So, yeah. my question to you, Sean, is what would happen if Ajax died in the opening of the film as, like, the big set-off? Oh, the Eternals leader has died. And that kind of puts them in hiding for... I don't know how many years.
1: I'm just gonna quickly and mute it, pull up the Eternals trailer here because I'm nearly sure. Do we not see her at like a farmhouse at one point?
2: We do. So that's the start of the trailer. Like we see her at the the farmhouse in coming in and going, We need to come back. What if she dies early though?
1: Hmm. Maybe. I mean And that's like the impetus And and then you have Icarus Who is traditionally He is like the leader of the Eternals in the comics
2: You leave a void of leadership Within the group That Icarus and and Tina Are kind of all fighting for even Maybe
1: Maybe that could work And then it's this whole Thing of of like He needs to start taking responsibility Basically
2: Hmm I mean, it's just, I mean, it's absolutely, this is just a complete guess, like, a shot in the dark, just from things that we've seen, but just in terms of an idea, like, if we're all just going to speculate, let's do some wild speculation here, this is the place to do it, because we're definitely going to be wrong, but wouldn't it be cool if they, like, used her in all the trailers and then just killed her off, it was like, now there's no leader in the Eternals, and they're just kind of lost, and they need Icarus to step up, but he's also a flawed human being,
1: or what if she's the villain? What if she makes a deal with the Celestials or something?
2: Did you know, actually, I read an interview with Salma Hayek who described... I'm trying to remember the word, the exact wording she used. She described um, Ajak, her character, as... I think she said the bridge between the Celestials and the Eternals. Yeah. That's the way she described it. Um, which, I mean, if she turns bad... She could necessarily be the bridge because she is one foot in either camp.
1: That, like, I feel that could work. Like, and and, uh, it's a betrayal then. And then you have, then for, like, the next Eternals movie, you don't need to have them fighting Celestials. They can just fight Ajak and you set her up as, like, the best Eternal.
2: Yeah, I, I think probably killing her would have very heavy vibes of, like, you're fridging your <laughs> your main female character to lead on the rest of the group yeah. very early on. Um, I do like the better idea of maybe throughout the years that they've been off, she's kind of had her head turned that maybe the Celestials have kind of maybe gotten through and she's like, you know, I'm starting to see maybe maybe they could be right, you know.
1: Yeah, like maybe too much exposure to the celestials kind of warps your sense of thought, and like you start you getting maybe more power hungry or anything like that. Um, it's a, it's a, look, it's an interesting like thought experiment.
2: How you have to wait fakes her death? Yeah, she fa- she fakes her death, and then she's the big villain. Is that what we're saying? So, I think so. Yeah, so she fakes her death, leaves the void, in the team—they're all lost. Turns out she's been working with the Celestials the whole time. Confirmed, Connor. I Confirmed. Think that's exactly I didn't want to say it. Didn't want to say it, Sean. But we <laughs> have worked this out. There's no need to see the movie. You know no. what? I
1: and look. Well, if you do see it, and we it, and it is right, we don't have a we yeah. don't have a clue at the minute. We're just. Chatting shit.
2: I am literally just guessing here. I just want to see what... So this is just two pals sitting down going, jeez, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be be cool if? (laughs) Wouldn't it be cool if this? We're idiots. We don't know. But yeah, that's... There's just a weird rumour of someone who's like, there's not a lot of promotion with Salma Hayek's character, who's a pretty... She's a pretty big name. Be weird not to throw her into quite a lot of the the posters are thrown out. Um, Unless, Sean... She's evil, no, no no, what
1: if they're all
2: evil <laughs> they're all they are actually. Icarus is not a good guy either. okay, we're moving on, Sean, to our last story of the week. Now, I have left a bit of time, and I knew yes. we were gonna leave time because we're gonna talk the Batman trailer, and um, this is the second the Sorry, Batman Connor, trailer.
1: We're gonna talk the the Batman trailer.
2: We're calling it calling The, 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 the um, Da Da Batman Trailer Da Da And I left this time because the last time I think we talked for half an hour about this fucking trailer The first one So I wanted to delve into what this all means What it could entail But starting off Sean The Batman Trailer What did you think of it?
1: Oh it's a very good trailer And I'm very excited to see the movie because of it Connor.
2: I have oh shit written down on my pad, watching it. Yeah. Um as I mean, as a resident Batman fan, uh, you hate Batman, you've told me that multiple times. Um yeah, I absolutely despise the character. I I <laughs> I, I think Batman's alright. Like I mean easily top one hundred characters in comic books. I mean I would even say top fifty. I'm even gonna go that far really? Sean. I know that's but yeah, I know I know. Controversial, I know. But the, the Batman trailer has come out, we've got Robert Pattinson in the movie, we've got Paul Dano as Riddler, um, we've got Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz, everybody's involved in this, there's Andy Circus in it, Colin Farrell's Penguin appears quite a lot It does not look more. like Colin
1: Farrell, it's ridiculous.
2: It's so weird as two Irish lads watching one of our own being like, that's not Colin Farrell, <laughs> what's he doing?
1: We talked last week about Colin Farrell's Abracababra card, haven't we?
2: Uh, Yes Okay
1: good Then I'll leave that there
2: (laughs) Um, But uh, Yeah So the big news Is that I mean Where do you want to start Really With this trailer Is the main I mean
1: First of all We see a lot more Than we did in the first trailer
2: Well as I said 25% of the movie Was done On the first trailer So this time They had a full run up ad They are in post production They can do whatever The fuck they want Mm. So it opens with the
1: Riddler in a coffee shop, um, uh, drinking a nice I assume soy latte. Riddler's mm. a bit of a soy boy, as we all know. Yeah. And he's getting captured by the police. This is definitely part of a bigger plan, right?
2: Oh, I assume this is very early on. Like I think this is like first half an hour of the film. They turn up, they capture him because he wants to be captured. It's the classic... It's the classic villain trope of I've wanted to be in this jail cell because I have other plans, which is what the Riddler does. The Joker did it. It's a whole thing. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, they, they all turn up and they capture him and when they take him away, Sean, there's a coffee cup there. And, I mean, there is... I don't know who the barista is, but they need to have maybe a promotion. Maybe a chat, because they've done some good work on a question mark in that form.
1: Very clear. Very clear on the form that particular question mark. <laughs> they Couple did like things. a flower
2: first. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Do it Scroll again. That out.
1: <laughs> so, maybe the Riddler was the barista. That would be on brand if he just gave question marks. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they arrested an innocent man. Also, not to fucking out-continuity everyone here, um but... The way the camera pans up, that question mark is backwards to how the Riddler was facing, and so he wouldn't have been looking at a question mark, he would have been looking at, I would say, a really fucked up L.
2: (laughs) Oh no, it's really fucked up L, man! He's
1: (laughs) back! (laughs) Just not to tell you your business, DC, but... You got to pay attention to these <laughs> the kind of plot things. Big plump point.
2: Big plump point, Ron Patson walks into the final battle and he's like, "Little me this." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, oh, I left the coffee cup in the wrong place, didn't I? Oh, are they fucked up L's or backwards under, or backwards question marks? I can't figure out what's on your suit. I mean, there is an L in riddle,
1: but like, come on, you're you're stretching. It.
2: It's near the end. It's not even the last one. It's like right. It's in a weird spot, man. What is this? What are we doing here? What is
1: this? <laughs> let's let's sit down. Let's hash this out with words.
2: Let's lash this out with words. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you're um, a prick, Batman. <laughs> He's got me again. Um, so yeah, he gets taken away. Edward Nygma. That's probably that's the him done for the movie. That's probably he gets taken away. Never see him again. There's another there's another villain, I'm sure. Um, you have a. Uh, they talk about the light hitting the sky, which is you. You have the narration from uh, Robert Pattinson, yeah. and it's basically talking through like when that light hits the sky. I want everyone to be fucking terrified of what's the to come.
1: Yeah, he says it's it's not a call, it's a warning. Which makes a lot of sense because like Batman is patrolling anyway, and presumably like that that light is not to say to Batman, hey, come out and do some vigilanteism. It's to say to the criminals on the ground, Batman is definitely out tonight.
2: Yeah, I'm I think this movie is really interesting as we've talked about before multiple times and probably in the last review of the last trailer this is very early on in batman's career and
1: yeah, what that that's... means
2: is we've got a batman who's even more hell-bent on burning or breaking bones than older batman which is that's... a weird sentence to say
1: yeah that's the thing like i've written here this is an angry batman but there's yeah. no focus for any of the anger he's just living it constantly every second like if this and this is a bold claim without having seen the movie but i feel a lesser movie do you know there's the line later on this trailer it's like who are you under that mask and then it cuts to the line where he says i'm vengeance yeah i think a weaker trailer would have said i'm batman in that moment but this dude is not batman
2: no, and I think um, for anyone who doesn't really read Batman comic books or just watches the movies, like mm. the interesting part about that character, like, I think it kind of gets covered and begins, is that there's several different stages of Batman. So stage one is he's just hell-bent. Like, year one to probably year two or three, he's just hell-bent on just ruining criminals. Not yeah. killing them, but he will break every bone in their body just because, as you said, he's fueled by just this anger of, Gotham needs to be cleaned up. Gotham needs... I'm going to get rid of all the criminals. And yes. just every night I'm going to go out and I'm just going to beat the shit out of them until they stop doing crime. And it's not until, like, three or four years in where he finally realized, oh, there's actually... I can use... It's not about how many people I fight. It's who I fight. Or, like, he becomes smarter where, where he uses his energy. Mm-hmm. And, yes. with, with, and I think that's a very important Batman characteristic That like he becomes much more Okay Something happens And he takes a step back he goes okay Well what does this mean Whereas this Batman Something happens There's an explosion He's like i'm gonna go fucking fight whoever did that (laughs) he just goes running in to fight whoever did it rather than be like okay well let's think about this how did the explosion get caused okay what are the steps who's behind this back to back whereas this batman will just go around breaking people's arms tell me the next guy in the line that i can move up to (laughs) to break his bones
1: whereas uh, a, a more experienced batman would just find that guy first
2: yeah, and I think that's a really interesting character trait for the. Ba- I think Batman is at his best when he's well-rounded, and I think this Batman isn't a well-rounded, um, like hero. And by that I mean like he's like if you did like a character in like a video game, Batman should be nines across the board. Whereas this Batman has maxed out strength and fighting, and I yes. was just like he's put he's put twenty into that. And he's like, I don't really give a shit about any of the other stuff. I'm just going to be the best at this, and we're going to see what happens.
1: And a few points in charisma, maybe.
2: (laughs) Maybe a little bit. You need to be Patches Malone.
1: (laughs) um, What I do uh, on another character, actually, um, Andy Serkis' Alfred, I really like. He pulls off a really amazing Good Lord in this trailer.
2: <laughs> good Lord, radar alert! There is a Good Lord in this movie. Well, I would
1: just like similar to we did Mask of the Phantasm on Patreon. There's a really yeah, good. good moment.
2: Is it, is a it good heavens? That, uh, good? Good. It's, is it is no, good, good God. It, I think he, it's I think good, God. good God. He says, "Yeah,
1: mm. good yeah. God." And this is very similar to that, and I like it.
2: <laughs> I'm also from Riddler. There's Heavy Seven vibes like oh yeah so seven i mean that was mentioned the last time but the the more i see of this riddler is just like this is i mean i'm gonna say this is kevin spacey in seven um but he the idea is that riddler has committed a series of murders so he's got to go up against the young riddler and this is a bruce wayne who's just beginning his path as well so you've got a young batman against a young riddler and this riddler is like a mind fuck and he can't
1: Um, beat him by punching him to death
2: because that's the perfect villain for a, a young Batman. Because it's like, yeah. oh, I have to think. Oh, no. Um, and what's also interesting is that we're what we're seeing in all these trailers... We'll, we'll get to Catwoman in a second. Um, but what we're seeing in these trailers is that there's heavy emphasis on... I don't know if it's the Court of Owls, but there is heavy emphasis from, I think, Riddler. Basically saying, there's fucking... There's something really deep below Gotham, or within Gotham. That is yeah. going on, and Batman's like just trying to try. Batman's trying to solve surface level crime, and Riddler through his riddles or through basically his mind fuckery will reveal the Waynes are involved, all these families are involved in this fucked up thing that's underground that you don't under even understand right now.
1: That's the thing, and it would make sense to have like a bigger bad. ...in this movie, because...
2: That Riddler reveals.
1: Yeah, and the Court of Owls, that's a fairly new thing in comics... ...but it's implied that they've been around since the start, basically.
2: Yeah, they've been, like, running Gotham behind the scenes... ...like, with all the rich people and all the families of Gotham. And so, the idea within that that's interesting... ...is Bruce Wayne basically has to just kind of accept... That his parents, who he looks up to, and they're the cause of all of this stuff, were involved in some shady shit. Or the Waynes were involved in some... His grandfather was involved in some shady shit Mm. that has made Gotham, like, this swab of, like, evilness underneath it.
1: Yeah, because he's gone, like, a step beyond the red string wall that I love. And he's just spray-painting shit on the ground at this point. Uh,
2: Yeah, he's standing in the middle of, like, it all. That's Like, what does my family have to be... Like, what's yeah. this about my family? What's this, what is the Riddler doing? It's just, he's so confused.
1: Yeah, there's The Sins of My Father is written there. Uh, there's another one here that says Renewal is a Lie. Uh, so maybe like the Gotham Renewal Project or something like that. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think it's going to be a lot of Riddler basically revealing things. And this Batman, we're going to get the best take ever. This has been revealed that it is going to be a detective movie. So he's going to start off just punching people and then halfway through he's going to be like i gotta figure this out there's there's something going on here and we get to see this batman kind of grow into the role of detective
1: the world's greatest detective some might say um very quickly on the things that he spray painted on the ground there's three names and each of the names is surrounded by photos uh now i only know one of them but there's mitchell colson and savage and Savage right. in DC Comics is a dude, right? Van- Randall? Vandal?
2: Savage? Uh, no, I think that Savage is going to be the old uh, chief of police. Who, right. Um, there was a Savage who was part of the police. And so I think that is going to be the Riddler's victims. I, I okay. get the idea. That that will be like he's listing out the next possible targets for who ah. the Riddler is going to kill.
1: I see, because yeah, Um, there's a bunch of photos around, and I thought he was like tracking people through time, but maybe that's not the way this (laughs) series is going. No,
2: I I think the idea is that um, Savage is like head of the police, and so he's like, okay, well, who's the riddler going for next? What's the what's the pattern? So there are these three names, and he's like, I need to warn these three people that they're either he needs to warn them or they're already dead, and he's trying to figure out who's the next one.
1: Or who could be in the court of owls?
2: Exactly. Like it's. I think it's either names of next victims or previous victims that have already yeah. happened that he needs to solve the next one. Um, Interesting. That you, we want to move on to Catwoman now because she gets a massive use in this film. This is a, or in this trailer, I should say, Zoe Kravitz is all over it. and um, yep. I think she looks fantastic. Just looks great. In, Best Catwoman. Like, yeah, I think, I think she is already she, i mean and i i just even i just like the idea of like she i think she's early on i don't know if she's full-on catwoman as well i think she's just petty teeth at this point
1: yeah like she seems fairly um competent confident in her abilities oh, no, and stuff sa- like not, that.
2: not that she's not competent but i think she's not like full-on catwoman right right
1: now. No, but I feel she'll play into the Penguin story because we see her in a club at one point, which could, it be could like an go along mount.
2: with. I mean, it would make sense that she robs Penguin. She robs yeah. Cobblepot of something he has, and he's after her. And with, it, within that, Batman gets involved. There's something he needs from Penguin, and she's like, "Penguin's after me, so the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever." So like, yeah, come join me, and we'll fight them together.
1: That's Because I feel this Batman would be even less likely to work with a, you know, a full on criminal at this point in his career.
2: But once again, that's the perfect time to bring her in. Like, right now is the time that she can, like, he needs to have that moment where he's like, it's not black and white. Like, it's not you're either good or you're bad. There has to be some fucking gray area in between that he needs to understand, even though he's slowly getting there throughout the film
1: yeah so yeah it's gonna be this movie is going to make him into the batman i think
2: and i do i just think it i think the two of them i hope they have great chemistry i i mean we've only seen like, scenes, on so that, like doesn't it? <laughs> you can't you can't you can't really rely on these scenes but i i hope they look i mean they look like two fantastic people together so let's let's throw them, in wish a movie. them all the best we wish him all the best, but I hope, I hope they have great chemistry and I hope that, I think she's going to fucking nail it and I think he's going to nail it. So let's see if they nail it together. Um, We don't mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that. No, like performances, performance. <laughs> Sean. Extended cut of this film? <laughs> no. Like, um, so also Penguin, Colin Farrell. How weird is it on a scale of one to ten? It's
1: surreal. Like that does that looks like a new human? Uh, yeah. And like the voice and every like he's perfect. As, give him like, an Oscar already. Give him the Oscar already. Perfect mob boss kind of penguin. Um, mm.
2: Did you like the, the bit when um, Batman screams? He doesn't care what happens to me, or I don't. I don't care what happens to me. He yes, says, which is I young did. Batman in a nutshell of like. I'll give a shit if I die. Like, I'm just going to keep fighting until someone puts me down.
1: Yeah, but also, like, if he doesn't... He'd, he... He kind of needs to, though, because he needs to keep up the... Because if, if, you know, if Batman fell off a... No, if Batman got killed and then Bruce Wayne also died at the exact same time, people haven't figured out then. And then Alfred doesn't have a normal life. And that, that's I mean, pretty much it. you're thinking
2: well, in hindsight, though. But he's not thinking like that. He's just like, I don't give a shit. Like, they can't do anything to me. I'm just going to keep killing them. Or not killing them. Hopefully not killing them. Jesus Christ. I, <laughs> I keep maiming them. So their families he, don't recognize them.
1: What if he just, like, has one...
2: Kills the kills the first guy. He
1: kills the first <laughs> guy. Or, and just starts down a path. Uh, would you, do you like the idea that he goes out with a gun the first night but doesn't use it
2: Yeah I, I like that I, okay. I like I like the idea he goes out with the gun and he's going to use it And then he's like nah He throws it away He
1: has a flashback um, to some pearls falling in slow motion
2: No please no flashbacks to pearls Please no pearls for god's sake I say. think we're
1: going to get pearls in this movie
2: You know what let's fuck it I mean I'll take 10 seconds of pearls If it gives 20. me a good film no, tw- 15 I <laughs> 15 seconds of pearls Eighteen. <laughs> Is it slow motion yeah. Oh, no. I <laughs> don't want slow motion pearls.
1: Okay. Nine seconds, but we play it twice.
2: That's the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they're fast motion.
2: <laughs> How far apart? Uh,
1: one is just after the third act, uh, and the other is in the middle of the climax.
2: They're around the same time.
1: <laughs> and it's superimposed over the screen. So both things happen at once.
2: (laughs) Fuck. That's pretty good. No, I want to see that now. No, I I agree to that. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, I'll I'll get on to Matt. And I think the main thing to get to is the fight scenes in this movie. Um, Now, I think this will develop into a detective movie by the end of, like, him solving things and working with clues. But I also just love the fact that the fight scenes, they're not going to, like, half-arse it either. That, I mean... There's a few of them I want to get to. First of all, bulletproof suit. Excellent. Oh, amazing. Um, and then he grabs the guy and electrocutes the side of his neck. And that's just, that's pretty great. Um, are they,
1: Who have we figured out who those people are, by the way?
2: They're, they look like jokers. They, they look, look like, like joker, goons. like
1: goons, don't they?
2: Yeah. Or they could so. just be like Riddler goons. They could just be random tugs. I don't know
1: yeah but Um, anyway he kicks the shit out of all of them and it's class
2: that's true you also have a fight scene in um a club which is similar to the dark knight but i just want him like you also have catwoman there on that night as well and she's in a wig so it could be a scenario where batman's just there mowing through boys and peg was like what are you doing why are you here
1: is that when the light's like flashing as he's punching people
2: um the light is no, the, are you thinking of the when it's in darkness and they're firing the guns? And that's maybe them up? I'm
1: thinking of that. Yeah, sorry, I thought there was another one where it was like to a strobe from a song.
2: So he's um he's fighting in in the in the nightclub, and then there's also a scene after that where Oh it's the guns, I mean, it's the guns. Yeah. The guns is such a fucking cool idea. How have we never seen that before on film? That like it's complete darkness because of course this Batman would like splinter sell the shit out of the boys, just turn oh, off all the lights and just completely just dark. one by one, just completely take them out.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, while they're firing guns and you just see flashes of him moving and fucking Krav Magan lads to Just death.
2: visually, so good. Like, so good. Just the idea of like, they can only see him when they fire and it's just him getting slowly and slowly more like closer yeah. to them, to their, like they're about to die.
1: It's so good. And we also get a full on look at the batmobile
2: yes you do and the batmobile is shown in the in the end of the trailer and we we see it that it's just looks like a normal car shot just looks like a normal car um but he's on the chase he's chasing oswald cobblepot uh colin farrell and he fires i don't know what it is is it gun or a rocket or something and it blows up and he's like i got him I fucking got him, yes, he's dead I defeated him and then through the flames we in the Batmobile and it's a badass moment um, he actually,
1: and you get like that, it's a very comic book shot because it closes in on Batman's face in the Batmobile and he has this snarl.
2: yeah, he's he like chasing this goon down, he's like how fucking dare you try to get away from me
1: who do yeah, you think you he, are and he rams him off the road
2: um, and then the final scene is just him walking out of the flames. Cool guys, don't look at explosion shot. No. he walk, He's walking away from the flames um, and the, it's upside down. And that's when the title card comes in. And oh my God.
1: Oh, so good. Like he's turned Gotham upside down, Connor.
2: Oh, shut up. It's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because you see it from Colin Farrell's viewpoint or the penguin, whatever you want to call him. And it's fuck. It's actually terrifying. Because this is like black shadow silhouette monster just coming out of the flames in the rain.
2: And I mean, and like, we haven't even gotten into Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon or Andy Circus is barely seen in this trailer. The cast in this is outrageous. The fight scenes look it's outrageous. It's not oh.
1: fair. It's not fair on any other movie. Also, there's a moment also- where Batman's beating the shit out of some dude and Catwoman is like terrified of him
2: yeah and i think that should be a side that like she's like sees good in him like she's the villain but for some reason he's more intimidating than she is like she's like you're fucked like i just rob people that's not a
1: heroic thing to do
2: yeah like and you need that and i think this is this has the potential to be fucking excellent i i don't want to get my hopes up too much but everything we've seen so far has been absolutely outstanding Oh, I'm mad! I'm I'm freaking out, shod. It's really good. And March fourth, twenty twenty two, Connor, you will get to see this. I have bad reputation of March mm-hmm. Batman films uh, after Batman versus Superman, but I will, I will go along, shod. <laughs> I will go <laughs> along and see. <laughs> I mean, I might skip this one. Actually, <laughs> good, good. Take it, good. Take it. I I just think. I mean in terms of this movie also Matt Reeves came out and I don't know if it was like a shot at Nolan but he was kind of like this is going to be the most realistic Batman <laughs> we've, we've ever fucking had so it's going to be even more grim and like dark than the fucking Nolan because they're kind of still Hollywood they're Hollywood dark like he's going to yeah. go another level of like that. we're going to go another level of gritty to see what happens we're going to um,
1: actually kill people in this yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. people go and die Batman's not going to do it with a gun hopefully uh, somebody else can I don't mind Penguin shooting a lad that's kind no, of his deal no that's fine that's um, what he's all about yeah or like Catwoman shouldn't really kill people Batman shouldn't really kill people Alfred kill as many people as he wants fuck stone cold killer that lad
1: Alfred has no code about killing he'll just kill no, somebody he, he doesn't like
2: he walks around with a noose ready to use at any given moment that's actually part of his character not a
1: lot of people Alf- know that Alfred is hitman like he's aging forty-seven from Hitman. <laughs>
2: um, so Sean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. I knew I had to give us extra time for that trailer because there so freak much
1: out. fandom happened. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a busy Monday. But no, they're all <laughs> it, it's it's built hype for all of them that I've seen. So it's yes. it, they've done their job in terms of releasing trailers. So I'm a happy comic book fan. I think you're a happy comic book fan. I will agree that I am a happy comic book fan, yes. Excellent. So it's enthusiasm out the wazoo from us, folks. (laughs) Yes!
2: (laughs) It's out the wazoo!
1: (laughs) And would you like me to take us out, Connor?
2: Yes, please.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for podcast Link to that in the description if you want to check it out. A couple of bucks a month helps us to keep making the show weekly, tri-weekly, as we do. And you also get shout-outs, you get film reviews and all that kind of good stuff. So head on over there if that's interesting. Big shout-outs go to the award-nominated host of Waffles and Mario. Talk about things. Waffles from Aotearoa, New Zealand. I learned that's the Maori way of saying... Uh, New Zealand like it's the name of the country it's like Aaron versus Ireland Uh, what are you
2: doing research for I don't don't like you doing research I was
1: trying to look up the pronunciation but I still (laughs) couldn't find it Uh,
2: you're going to take my job of research
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Riddler now Uh, big thanks also to Keira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Burney uh, Roshin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jameson, Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Team Irish Walrus Kelmroos, Lil Dicky one gave out dead rats and used condoms, and the other gave out wrap around sunglasses and bath salts, McGrew. So oh, one, no. of, one of those men from the ongoing story is Jared Latteau. Oh, I don't want to be Jared. Do you, the other one I can only assume is Cyclops? From an early X-Men film, but with bat salts. And Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this. And Sammy DeLucia, thanks everyone for the continued support. We really, really appreciate it. Head on over there if you're at all interested in that. We're also on uh, Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Uh, or Detective Divulments Discussion Group, whichever you prefer. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook, I've already said. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast as well. You What's can email us. Oh, the face. We don't have a Facebook, actually. Um
2: no, no, you're very good at promotion. Do
1: you remember, uh, Facebook went down the other week. I tried to join, and uh, oh, I fucked up. Uh, you can <laughs> also email us.
2: Did, said I need help.
1: I need help, and then they couldn't help me. Oh, no. <laughs> so I ended them. Uh, you can also email us. Here's for higher underscore at outlook dot com. But I think that's about it, Connor.
2: Okay, so I have been Connor Lawler.
1: I have been Sean Meehan
2: and we shall see you all next week.